I have, um, you know, through my readings and other things, know that during the time that the Lexington market was started, that slave trade was, was going on during that time. A lot of slave trading. And because we are a seaport and because there's easy access to um, the south from Baltimore, that um, I don't have any proof that it happened. But because of uh, the construction of the Lexington market and them finding tunnels and whatever under, you know, under the market that nobody knew about originally, um, I'm suspecting that there was a, some slave trading going on there. Uh, it was happening, I know, around the Fayette Street area, um, which is very, very close to the market, like a, a block away. I can't imagine that um, a place as open as, as that market with all the, the slave trading going on around it, that there was no slave trading going on at that market. And, um, you know, I mean, everything that I've read has led me to believe that, even though there's no proof. Uh, Baltimore was a big slave trading port. Mm -hmm. it, it, it was. It had to be because of the, you know, the people coming in and all the ships coming in that were bringing slaves here. Mm -hmm. They were also transporting them from one place to another. And they were transporting them a lot of times from Baltimore south of here, okay? And um, a lot of times all the way south. And so there was no reason not to believe that there was slave trading going on. We know that it was going on very close to the market, okay? And with all that open area, and it, it actually it was a lot larger area than it is now, okay? So it was covering a lot of area. Uh, in the beginning, there's no reason to believe that there was not slave trading going on there. They just, you know, like so many things have been buried and not talked about because um, people don't want to talk about it. I mean, even people who they found were slaves and they interviewed them, they would never admit that they were slaves because it was degrading to them. So they wouldn't talk about it. So, and it's the same thing. People don't want to talk about uh, all of that because it brings up so much animosity and, and hurt for some people. So they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to find out what's real, what really happened. Yeah. And if you think about how this, um, this state is, we have a lot of waterfront. Mm -hmm. Okay. All on the Eastern shore. There was a, that's where Harriet Tubman was doing, you know, all of her, her um, getting the slaves to freedom. Basically, that was part of her underground railroad thing right here on the Eastern Shore. And so, and so you think about just Baltimore. It's not just Baltimore. It's Annapolis. It's, it's all around, all the way going down to the ocean. We're like a peninsula that, you know, that comes in here. And so it's not just Baltimore. We're just, we're up at the end of it. You know, when you came in, we were at the very head of it, pretty much of that, that inlet. But you got to remember all these seaports and places that they could trade all the way down that waterway, going all the way down to the ocean and how many ports it is going down. And then you had, uh, 
I don't know if you've done any extent, any traveling on the Eastern shore or not, but down like in um, Oxford and what is the, the, the city there before you get to Oxford. Anyway, they all around in that area, it's nothing but farmland. Now it's not as much as it used to be. Yeah. I've gone down in that area often on my whole life. And, and I still go down that area a lot. And my son has a house down in, in Oxford mm-hmm. that we go down to, but it, and I've seen that change over time. Mm-hmm. Years ago, when I started like really going down to the Eastern shore in my twenties, mm-hmm. and, and I'm 77, 78, I just turned 78. Okay. Yeah. So years yeah. ago, when I started going down there, like 50 years ago, nothing but farmland. That's all there was. Nothing but farmland. There were no, not a lot of houses. There were no housing developments. None of that stuff. Wow. It only really started developing that area maybe in the last about 20 years, about 20, 25 years. They've started really developing that area and using it for tourists, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Before then, nothing but farmland. Far as you could see was nothing but crops and fields. So who you think was taking care of all those crops? Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and as I said, this was the last state to give up. Right. Okay. On this coast. Mm. So it stands to reason that something was going on there. You know, I mean, common sense would tell you that if they were trading slaves a block or two blocks away, actually, Fed Street is only one block from Lexington. And they were also doing it there. Mm. And and the things that you found there, like those underground tunnels and, and whatever, what were they housing under there? Right. What were they keeping under there? And they were in some of the readings I've done, they were talking about um, how they had, um, you know, were comparable to like jails that and the that people were running and they would house their slaves for them, hold their slaves for them while they went and stayed in some upscale hotel or something, you know, until they could sell them or whatever. And so if they were housing these uh, people someplace, it stands to reason they could have been doing them underground right there. You don't know that. We don't know that. So what was what was the purpose of that anyway? You know, nobody really knows what they were doing there. I've heard it said that they had speakeasies down there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so um, I can imagine, you know, they may have been doing that, like during prohibition time mm-hmm. when you weren't supposed to have alcohol and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of thinking from, uh, you know, some other traveling that I've done in other places, like in Savannah and other uh, places where there was a lot of slave trading and stuff going on, that that was not anything but a holding place for for slaves. I mean, I, I was in Savannah and my husband and I, and my daughter-in-law and my granddaughter were in Savannah. That's been a place that I always wanted to go. And um, we took this, we took two different tours, okay? This is show show you how they don't let you see stuff or know stuff. We took two different tours. The first tour we took, we had a Caucasian guide, a white guide, okay? Took us to all these, you know, different places and marketplaces and churches and things like that. The second tour we took was what was called a Gullah tour. And there was a black guy who, uh, you know, took us in his minibus and the places he took us and the things he showed us were just unbelievable. Like he took us down to this waterfront 
area. And it's like cobblestone streets, you know, uh, this thing all along the, the way and whatever. But anyway, we saw this this thing that looked like uh, a big open warehouse place, but without doors. OK, just this huge thing it had an opening in the ceiling and it was tall, maybe about 20 feet inside or 30 feet inside. And it was all bricked and dirt floor. OK, this is where they put these slaves when they brought them in off the ship. And they would be in hundreds of them in this place, right, on top of each other. And and I asked them, well, so what was that opening in the top for? Where they dropped food down to them. That's where they dropped food down to them. It make you want to cry. I was down on the eastern shore, and I went to this place called the Sodaly Plantation. And they have an actual slave house there. And I went down there to this quilt show because I saw and do some different stuff. So I went down to this quilt show and I went by myself and I go lots of places roaming around by myself. I've done it since I was a little kid. And so I was down there and it's Southern Maryland. It's not Eastern Shore, Maryland. It's Southern Maryland. So I went to this place and they had this show at this huge, beautiful plantation house. And then it was this heavy hedge between uh, you know, going down the side of the house. And they were supposed to have had an original slave quarters there. So, of course, I wanted to see it. So I was going down. It, it had just like a, a little narrow road, dirt road going down like a hill. OK, because this place actually went down to water. OK, this plantation set up kind of on a hill. And so it went down to water. So I went around the side of the, you know, kind of back side of the house and was going down there. And I met this white couple coming up and they looked at me so strangely, you know. So I go down there and I'm so angry. I was so angry if I'd have met anybody. I don't know what I said to them while I was down there. So you go down there and it's just it was a, a, um, a wooden a brick structure. But it was nothing inside. It was a little narrow stairway, maybe about a foot wide, that went up almost to the roof and a little ledge up there. I don't even know how they went up there without falling off because there was no railing or nothing. OK, just these little narrow cement step things going up. And so they could sleep up there. One wall was a huge, huge fireplace. And that's what kept them warm. And, you know, I guess they cooked there, they did whatever, but they all the slaves lived in that one room. And so it had in those hedges right across from this slave quarters was these about four or five steps that went up through the hedges. OK, so that was so they could get to that slave, uh, get to that plantation house quick, fast and in a hurry to take care of them. OK, they had this little steps going up through those hedges. Not only that, I found out that was a cotton plantation. Okay, they grew cotton there. So these people picking cotton, they taking care of all these people, they doing all this stuff. And then um, they had a picture of this slave being overrun by this huge bale of cotton. Because, you know, I told you they were up high and they had this stuff. They rolled the bales down to the boats to take this cotton. Okay. And so in doing that, these bales were huge of cotton and that often the slaves would get run over by them while they're trying to roll them down to the boat. 
And so you can understand why I was so mad when I came from down in there, because they had pictures of this stuff and, you know, whatever, and, and kind of telling you the story about it. And, and and I guess that's why those people looked at me so funny when they were coming up, wondering what in the heck am I going to think when I go down there? It was disgusting. And, and I was just so angry. And it makes you wonder how in the world could one human being treat other human beings like that? 